Hi there, welcome to another episode of Patrick called Truth and Power. If you like this uh, episode at the end, please share, favorite the podcast. Thank you very much. Enjoy. And it's my whole heart Wait and measure inside And it's an old scar Welcome to Petrico, Truth and Power, and I am your host, as always, Great, aka the Symphonic Ape. Uh, so today, I'm I'm going to be talk, I'm going to be talking about uh, predictions for Attack on Titan. Watchers, specifically uh, Attack on Titan manga readers. So, if you do not read the manga, you should leave <laughs> because there's going to be several. There's going to be spoilers, like spoilers, like s- spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> so, yeah, you should leave. Um, before I start, I always say this. This channel is this podcast is not for just for Attack on Titan, but basically I've just started with it and I've decided to run with it for now. Yeah, because it, it was what made me start the podcast in the first place. Yeah, what else? So I normally I have it to be a discussion with someone else but i uh, i decided to do this one alone so you just be hearing only me no one else so the season finale starts in seven days i want to release my thoughts on how i think it's going to end um before it starts at all. I just want to have it out there. That's, that's the whole essence of this. All these all these episodes I've been doing. Just to have my thoughts out there. And although I've been reading um, the manga up, up till uh, chapter 134. I've not seen chapter 135 yet. So, how will the show end? That's a big question. <laughs> uh, for people that are, have seen the final panel, uh, Isiyama revealed the final panel, and it is a picture of a man holding a child and saying, you are free. That was what the man was saying, you know, on the the picture as was written there, you are free. So that was what the man was saying to the child. 
So okay, let me say this. When we are when when we are done with the whole show, I will eventually come back to this um to this <laughs> pod to see how how well I did share. And this this particular episode, I want to be as specific as I can possibly be to make it fun. I don't want it to be vague predictions that are like no shit shallow. Okay, so yeah, that is what the final panel looks like. A guy holding a child. That is the last scene, the last thing that we we will see in the show. So people have had, um, I've heard several theories on who the man is, who the child is, and I've come up with my own. Uh, okay, one of the theories I've heard is that the man is Grisha Yeager, and the child is Eren Yeager. But I think another one is that it is Eren, but then uh, I'm not sure who people are saying the child is. I think because of Historia's child, maybe some people are saying that. And I'll give my own um, prediction on who that is, which will eventually tie in with how I think the show is going to end. So, one thing about the show Attack on Titan is that it is, it has a lot of foreshadowing. That is why rewatching it is always very interesting for people that have watched the show a second or a third time. You begin to see stuff, you'll be like, oh, wow, wow. Like, okay, for instance, there was this episode where the, this, this is one of my favorite things that Isayama did. Because when uh, Rainer and Bethel revealed themselves as Titans to Eren, I was pissed. I was like, ah, Isayama is like, okay, I, I didn't know Isayama then. I was just watching the show. I didn't even read manga then. But I was like, the people that made the show are like, making everybody titans now like it's not even ah, like it was semi ridiculous like watching it for the first time suddenly everybody's having this power i was like ah they will soon make this other person a titan just to uh like make the show do cool but then moving forward from season one season two season three actually enjoying the show and then going back to rewatch it i now see that in fact, moving forward, you see why they were titans. You understand? But then, going back to watch it, I see that the clues were already there. But because we were as clueless as the people of Paradise Island, we couldn't have noticed those clues. You see uh, times where uh, they were locked in that particular business where they were to shoot the faces of uh, some smaller sized titans and uh, Connie and Sasha missed their titan and it was Annie and Mikasa that cleared the titan and then Rainer goes up to her and says he's happy she did not cut herself very very specific language <laughs> that was back then before they revealed themselves then if you even go further back you would see when um the people from the outer world 
that's the outermost world, then moving into the uh, the inner world, you'd see Annie amongst some of the people in one of the scenes. You'll see her amongst some of the people entering. So you would see that <laughs> there was already a bit of focus on there, but there was no way we could have known. Then you see uh, the part where Yime climbed the tower, telling uh, Rainer, Bertolt, uh, Historia and Co and Connie to climb on her hair. Rainer was about to bite his hand, and uh, sorry, Bertolt was about to bite his hand, and Rainer was already injured. But when you looked at their faces, you knew they were ready, like to turn to Titan. That's Titan shit right there. So, Siyama has always been putting it in our faces, and we didn't know. So, I've decided, th those are just some few instances. So, I've decided to use that to predict how the show will end, going back to what going back to know how the show is going to end so reading the manga has been exciting because I, i've gotten to see some fresh stuff but then to me one of the most important clues that isiyama would have put that isiyama put brother in the show was the title of the very first episode the title is To You, uh, The Fall of Shiganshina, To You, 2,000 Years From Now. That's the very first thing we see in this show. And even watching it the first time, I was like, who is, who is this? And then you see the beginning. Eren wakes up, having a dream, crying. And Mikasa is asking him why is he crying. When you when you watch that that part where he's dreaming, you look at it carefully. You see you actually like everything is moving in flashes, but you you would actually see some things that happen. Like I like slowing it down a bit. I saw the part where um, that Titan ate his mom. You know the destruction of the wall and all that so basically someone was that dream was uh, a premonition was seeing what was going to happen that was why not long after that he screams to what's his name Hannes drinking with his fellow police uh, uh, garrison people that they are drunk and then Hannes was asking him quite reasonably what does he want them to do the war has been peaceful for 100 years the only people that have suffered are the people that go outside the walls which is the people from the scout regiments and when you think about it the thing that Aaron says next is unbelievable he's not supposed to say something like that he says what if like they asked him what what will possibly happen that we have we we don't like we have to be on guard and he says that the titans go and um, break the wall he says what if the titans break the wall which is something he's not supposed to say but looking back at the dreams he's had he's probably saying things that even he doesn't understand because he has seen them in his dreams 
that is something to consider. And then he goes on to say uh, later on, when the Titans actually break the wall, when he's running towards his house, he's actually running with some, no, like it's normal. There is disaster happening. You would actually definitely want to go to your house or, or you, you want to know that your loved ones are safe in a crisis. But when you look at the way he's running, Eren, towards his house, he's running with a bit of fear, like he already knows what will happen, like he has seen this thing happen, happen before, deja vu. He says, when I turn, the house will be just right there, stuff like that. So like watching it from this angle is that Eren actually has some of the memories sent to him bit by bit by who? That is the question. Now, we in, uh, I don't know whether it was revealed to people from season, I've forgotten a lot of the stuff that happened in the anime, but I, I know from, especially the manga, that there are parts and that the Attack Titan, for instance, is quite special. The Attack Titan has the ability to communicate with past users. But I don't know how uh, I do not know if that fits into this scenario where Eren sees this whole thing that happens and all that. I feel that the memories that he is receiving from his dream are memories from, yes, from the future Eren, but made possible to him from Yime, the founding titan. That is what I think, because she is, we, like, she seems to be at the heart of everything, when you think about it. Yime seems to be the bone of contention. The Malian say she is, she was evil. The uh, Eldian say she was a goddess, stuff like that. So she seems to be the bone of contention. And then it goes in line with the title, To You, 2000 Years From Now. So I feel that that title of that first episode was Yime telling Eren. It's, it's an irony because it's a message to him from her time, 2,000 years ago, which we later find out in, the, in, in season 3 or so, that she was, she's as old as like her own story is like 2,000 years ago. So she's sending memories to him who is in her future from his own future. Because as we, we later find out in the manga, Eren establishes connection with her. Okay? So I want to take this thing carefully so that I don't uh, mix anything up. Now, um, there's a particular title, there's a particular um, phrase that is used in Attack on Titan, severally that I think is very interesting. 
and it's used okay the phrase is subject of email subject of email it's used interchangeably with um descendants of email ah you know watching the anime it's translated to it's transcribed to us on our subtitles so i do not know how accurate it is from i do not know how accurate the japanese word actually is but i think that term subject of email is quite interesting okay because i was reading this episode in in the manga this episode this chapter rather in the manga i did not see the episode in the anime it's about a particular member of the scout regiment that went on one of those expeditions her name is isle isle of langna so she encounters i've forgotten the the chapter 17.5 or something like that one of those 0.5 episodes so she encounters a titan outside the wall and this titan doesn't eat her this titan kneels to her and calls her a subject of yime but prior to meeting this titan she's saying stuff like she has she wishes because her all her her all the members of her wing of her regiment of her group whatever have been eaten by titans they've been they were just they were met by abnormals and eaten and all that and she encounters um one particular mindless titan one of those mindless i don't know if you can feel the echoes mindless titan and the titan tells her calls her a subject of email okay sorry i went on a riff there okay she was saying that she wishes she had been more uh loving to her family she she has always been you know so into freedom so into you know fighting for humanity blah 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 stuff that someone else that we know loves to say Eren, Eren Yega loves to t- talk about how he was always complaining to his mom he didn't love her more how he wants freedom that he just sometimes he just feels the urge in him to like when he sees anything that is like being caged or something he just wants to set it free stuff like that because you know freedom is a very big theme in the in the movie so the reason and i attribute like i attribute this whole thing to i think it's not a mistake i think that there are people like that people that even in our own world now people that love to lead revolutions you know protest against the government and i think that yime wherever she is as we can see in season and in the manga she's chained she is through the paths that she is connected to every eldian over time she is looking for someone like that to stir up that uh emotion to work for her so i think that amongst the eldians even amongst the eldians not everyone is a subject of email i feel that that's them subject of email has 
sorry, has a specific meaning. And it is because of that that we have something like the scout regiment. Because normally they should stay like the there are a lot of people in that war, like in the in the in paradise. And everyone is content with not getting eaten by the Titan. But there are some people that just want to go out and you know know what is there. Why are they only in here? And I feel that those people are chosen by Yeme. Kind of from where she is. And that was why um someone like Commander Sadis said something about him not being special so i feel like being special being a subject of email is like that's basically what it is okay so email is trapped email is um communicating with people that uh, can raise hell and wreck havoc you know people like erin that was why someone like Rainer was saying he wishes uh, he doesn't want, like Eren is the last person in the world he wants to have the, the power of the, the coordinates. So, what am I saying now? I've talked about the first episode. I've talked about Isle of Rang now. Now, how does it end? Now, we know that over time, okay, yeah. So as I was talking of Yime now, there was a particular scene. Okay, yes, Isle of Langa. Sorry, I'm just going on several riffs. <laughs> okay, so the point where the Titan bows to her, Isle of Langa, she begins asking it, why are you eating us? Why are you doing why why are you doing this to us? Blah 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 blah. And then the Titan's face gets really animated in a way that is very, very, very similar to Eren's face. When he kisses Historia's hand after the 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 battle where uh, Erwin dies, the battle where the, the the monkey clears them with stones, Eren the the Titan's face looks just has that same expression that Eren has and has the very same expression that Yime has when Eren meets her and you know is talking to her about how she just wants to be free in the manga. The very, the very same expression, you, you can look it up. So, the Titan then gets really angry, scratches his face, and it's, uh, you know, it's Isle, Isle of Magna. It, it, it killed her eventually. So, I feel the, the mindless Titans are being controlled by. basically they're not particularly mindless and she's trying to I don't know yeah she's trying to get out of where she is so anyway yeah that was why the other Yime the second Yime says that when she was in the mindless titan's form it was like she was forgotten the way she described it she wasn't really there something like that so oh from like something uh, interesting about 
where Eren kisses Historia's hand. There were nine of them that survived that battle. And Historia is kind of the descendant from Yime that is supposed to inherit the Titan. So the nine of them, I feel, were just like a uh, representation of the founding, that's Yime herself, and her nine Titans, which she later split into. Which is a very, I don't know, you, some of you must have seen that picture where there's Yime holding a torch, kind of like the Statue of Liberty, and then there are nine Titans kneeling to her. Just like that, that was how those nine uh, scouts, surviving scout regiments, surviving scout members were kneeling to Historia after that battle when they were collecting their medal. So, what does all this mean to how I think the show is going to end? I think that. Okay, the big guns. I think that Mikasa and Armin are going to die. And my reason for that is because throughout the show, Eren is always echoing it that he wants to save Mikasa and Armin. And he 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 even through Eren Kruger he says it that they have to save Mikasa and Armin. Like Obviously, he's trying to save them from something, and I can only, uh, I, I, I don't see any other thing than death, because the way things are now in the show is so bad. So bad, like the only thing was that can happen to them now is death, and I think that is one reason why currently, even though Eren is in the, is really powerful and has the ability to like, stop all the people coming against him in the airship um uh Raina, Mikasa Armin, Jan, he lets all of them do their their he, he lets all of them be free to make their own decisions. I think he's trying to find a way. I think he knows that they will they will they will die later on. And I think he's trying to find a way to not let them die. I think he has come to a point where he realizes just like Anakin Skywalker that the thing he's trying to stop from happening is actually himself. So, I think that they are going to die. Mikasa and uh, Armin. And Eren is going to live out his days. The rumbling has started now. I don't know if the rumbling is going to be successful. Like, completed. It's, <laughs> it's successful already. <laughs> Uh, so I think the final panel, I believe that the person there is Eren. Now, I'm not really sure who to say the baby is. Before uh, episode 134, I would have said, I would have been very sure that that child was Historia's child. And this is the reasoning behind that. I would have said that it's Historia's child because the... um tradition is for the rice one of the rice members to eat the 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 previous one and inherit the founding titan and then um like that like that like that so historia's child is supposed to be next although historia doesn't have the titan i don't know what the plan is for 
historian. But I think that if Aaron did not start the rumbling or something, they wouldn't want just anyone to have the Titan. So probably Historia would eat Eren later on, and then the child would eat Historia, continuing that vicious cycle. But I think that Eren would eventually <laughs> somehow free Yime's spirit so that there are no Titans again. And then eventually, the child doesn't have to eat anybody or you know become anything. And so that was my reasoning behind that. But then after chapter episode, yeah, chapter one, three, four, I saw a child in the rumbling. In the whole everything looks so bland now. Everything looks so terrible. So I'm also thinking that maybe the child is the one Eren is holding and the rumbling doesn't get completed or it gets completed. And so Eren is telling the child that he is free, you know, from the oppression of Mali. So he completes the rumbling or he doesn't complete it. And just stops. Maybe after the death of the Kassan army, he's just taking her back, seeing that everything he is fighting for against was actually himself. And then he stops and lives out his days. You know. So that's the other alternative I see to the show's ending. So yeah. Um that's how I think it's going to end. And as the episodes come out, I'll be dropping predictions on. No, not predictions, sorry. I'll just be dropping commentary with someone, hopefully, discussing about each episode as they come out. So you guys should look out for that. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you like this episode, please favorite the channel. I'll, I'll be dropping stuff like this for other topics, I guess. And yeah, share. Yeah, if you like this episode, share it. Thank you very much. Ah, before I forget, um, Talking, uh, going back to where Eren wakes up after his dream in the very first episode and since Mikasa, Mikasa, he's crying. Mikasa is asking him, why is he crying? He asks her a question. He asks her, why is your hair long? You should cut it. Yeah, no. He just asks her, why is her hair long? Yeah. So, obviously, we know that now. We know now that she has cut it, which is... Uh, interesting because like why would he ask her why is her hair long yeah so that's also another thing i just had to like say it so yeah like this video oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i thought this was youtube sorry um yeah favorite this <laughs> uh, podcast uh, favorite my podcast and share yeah thank you bye bye oh I almost forgot again, so because I wrote so many stuff down, like it's hard to so, anyway. Basically, 
yeah, there was this part where um, they said the king of the world, the one that uh, built the world, King Fritz, when he was going, he was telling them not to go and attack the world. Yeah, he was telling them not to disturb the peace of Faraday's Island. That was the Malians. Because, uh, yeah, what did he say again? Yeah, well, basically, my point is that he knew what was going to happen. Somehow he knew. So that was why he told them to stay away. Because the devil was about to be born. His name was Renuga. Okay, yeah. Uh, favorite share, you know. Later. Thank you. <laughs>